You're listening to TalkZone.com, Internet Talk Radio. TalkZone.com. You are entering an intriguing journey with spiritual lifestyle experts Keith and Charmay Amber, where you'll end up more at home with yourself, your behavior, and your understanding of life. Mastering Ourselves offers sound answers to life's tough questions so that life can make more sense to you and healthy directions become clearer. Keith and Charmé bring you over 80 years of seasoned experience. They pursue truth and insights that are neither left nor right, but spiritually sound and centered and can be used as a spiritual compass to help you on your path. Welcome to Mastering Ourselves. This is a great story with a great moral behind the great story. If any of you folks would like to call in tonight, you're welcome to do so for a reading. Hey, have you ever watched a movie on TV or a movie in the movie and tried to figure out what the moral was and there was just no morals anywhere? Yeah, you sit there and go, so why did we watch this? <laughs> More redeeming this is the factors. opposite here. Yeah, there you go. If you'd like to call in for a reading tonight, feel free, 1-800-336-2225. 1-800-336-2225. So this is a story of some people having Christmas in July, so to speak, and they were all on vacation, a whole bunch of different people down on the beach, and all of a sudden this woman started screaming, Rob is missing, and it became evident quite fast that who was missing was her son, her probably four or five year old son. And she just started screaming, and her husband started running towards the skis, the sea, and scanning the waves. But this one girl, Erica, she uh, went up to the father and said, Can you describe the child? But he was in so much shock, he was useless. He gestured with his hand at about the height that he was and couldn't even speak. So then she turned to the mother and asked the same question. The mother had the presence of mind to say he has curly blonde hair and he's wearing a bright orange shoe shirt and he's afraid of the water. Great. Now Erica had something to work with. The bystanders came running from all over, but you know they were just like going crazy, running all over the place without thought, without centeredness without connection to those who would have an answer so what do they call that panic panic reaction right not operating out of our center not operating out of intelligence or your center which is even more intelligent oftentimes but out of panic which is like a chicken with its head cut off there's no one telling it what's to do so it just runs all around the place exactly so uh, for some reason, Erica, even though everybody else was going nuts, she went in the opposite direction. And she went up towards people sitting further up to the beach and asked if they'd seen it, and they all shook their head. No. But Erica, instead of going crazy, she began to pray. Ooh. Wow. Her mind was open, peaceful, working fast. See, that's centered. Yeah. Open, peaceful, working fast. Yeah. 
You're breathing. You're not reacting. You're not running all around like crazy. You're not floating. You're you're not floating. You're not getting whooped up by all the energy of panic that, you know, like everybody gets whooped up and you get all this frenetic energy running around. You're center, clear, connected. So, you know, it's it's a great mastery uh, to be able to be acutely focused and completely uh, surrendered and released. So then you can really get things quickly, clearly, and not have a panic or a distraction in the way because you're wide open on deep levels, which allows your mind and your intuition to perceive clearly. You know, you also have to stop being attached to outcomes. If God... Well, that really helps, I'll tell you. If God wants this little boy to go home to God, then that is what's to be. And if God doesn't want that, then that's what's to be. And if you can be unattached, you can serve God's higher purpose. If you get reactionary and emotional and upset and, oh, my God, he's my baby... What will I do? Oh my God. Then suddenly you can't be clear to know what the higher purpose, truth, destiny, proper direction is. That's right. You get your guidance out of like a prayer or focus and uh, openness and trusting. Then you get your guidance. You got to have an open space that's very, very peaceful, like a pond that's undisturbed. Then you can go to the clean, clear depths of it and perceive what's going on. Many people would say, oh, but my baby, I would just die if my baby was hurt. You know, I understand that mothers have a very, and fathers have a very powerful connection to their children, but they aren't your children really. We must always remember that they are God's children. And, and we are there to do our best, but we have to uh, surrender to the greater plan at all times. Many people that uh, well, there aren't many like this necessarily, but I know some very advanced people that had gone through trauma and had gotten adjustments to to the point to where they let go of attachments, kids or spouses or parents or something that they were incredibly attached to. They actually, the more attached they were in their in their particular lessons, of course this won't happen to everyone, it happens to a small percentage, but the more attached they were, the more gruesome the experience was until they finally would let go so that everything can move and they could you know one of the key things we're talking about is non-attachment so true non-attachment is so powerful and non-attachment isn't i don't love you non-attachment is i don't own you i love you but i don't own you you're listening to mastering ourselves with keith and Charmaine amber your spiritual lifestyle experts offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions if you'd like a psychic reading tonight give us a call 1-800-336-2225 and don't forget to catch us monday through saturday 7 p.m pacific 10 p.m eastern right here on CRN some people confuse attachment with love and they're two different things you can love somebody but not be attached to them so you love them profoundly but you realize they aren't yours you know I noticed that some of the true masters 
they don't get disturbed or perturbed. That's right. And so how do they do this? They are resonating at such a high level, and basically they're in unconditional well-being, which, of course, has to be in place before you can get anywhere close to unconditional love. But they have perspective. Their, Their psyche, their mind, their cells resonate to where when some so-called awful things happen, they they basically see why it happens and knows that all is okay and this is part of life working itself out in the grand scheme of things. When one remembers at all moments that every single thing that happens is within perfection, absolutely within perfection, if the little boy is meant to be found, he will be, and if he's not meant to be found, he won't be and it's within perfection, there's a certain peace that comes to that. That doesn't mean that if we lose our child, we're not going to be profoundly sad. But if we are surrendered to the will of God, then we understand that there is some perfection to it. Somehow, if we can get out of our way far enough so that we can start to see what that perfection is rather than being in reaction. One of my situations were uh, losing children. it took me a while to figure this out, and it was pretty miserable until I got this thing going, you know, after some weeks. But instead of missing them and pining and, and going, oh, this shouldn't have happened or whatever, if you can hug them as if they were there and give them to God, their true parents, and let the process of karma and life go on, you know, that's not saying you don't do what you can, but you got to get out of the way and you got to move on with life. So you hug them as if they're there. You talk to them as if they're there because actually their spirit is there if you believe it. You know, it pulls the connection together. You give them that hug. You give them to God. And, you know, if you get upset the next minute, you go back and do the same thing. If you get upset the next minute, you go back and do the same thing until finally you give them to God more and more. And, you know, you got space and clarity for your own productiveness and direction while you know God's taking care of that child which of course came from God you are listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber thank you very much for joining us tonight we are your spiritual lifestyle experts offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions if you'd like to call in for a reading tonight we're at 1-800-336-2225 and don't forget to catch us Monday through Saturday 7pm Pacific 10pm Eastern right here on CRN in this particular case Erica began to pray her mind was open, peaceful, working fast. Orange shirt, not seen. Afraid of water. Instantly, see, everybody else ran to the water. <laughs> they didn't listen to the mother say he's afraid of the water. He wouldn't go I'll there. I'll tell you what, if he's afraid of the water, he's not going to go to the water. That's he's right. afraid to do it. At best, he would take a parent with him to make sure he's safe and secure. They weren't listening. They were reacting. Right. And in their reaction, they were useless. Right. In anybody's reaction, they're often useless. Reactions aren't thinking. How many of you react in your life? I bet a lot all the time. You know, if we can start pulling in those reactions, taking a moment, breathe, relax, think about it, and then respond. You know, choose to act rather than react. So she scanned the beach 
A few feet from where the boy, uh, missing boys stood. Oh, here. No. Instantly, she had an image of a hole in the sand. An image. So in her mind that was open, peaceful, and working fast, an image came to her from the guides, of course. Right. That there was a, and she saw an image of a, a hole in the sand, so she scanned the beach. A few feet from where the boy's mother stood on the smooth white sand, there was a slight depression. Well, she ran over there, fell on her knees, and started digging. Huh. Handful after handful of uh, hard, dry, drifting snow, uh, sand, snow, uh, three inches, six inches, finally a foot down, her fingers tangled in something different, something soft and fine. It was strands of blonde hair. My goodness. So then she called out, I think I found him. And five minutes had elapsed. And, you know, of course, all sorts of people ran and started scooping sand. And apparently what he'd done is other kids had had dug a hole, and he'd gone into the hole, and the sides just collapsed in on him. Oh, my. So, you know, the lifeguards arrived to perform CPR, but listen to this. The boy's eyes opened. Sand stuck to his face, his arms, his body, dusting even his eyelids and the creases of his mouth. Yet, the look on his face was absolutely peaceful. He didn't cough or cry. Hmm. Totally divine intervention. Wow. If that isn't a story to, to share to the world of the value of open, peaceful, working fast in our center, listening to the guides. Beautiful story. You know, if you don't have your own built-in um, ways that you just shoot off and assume things, you can find the truth for the moment and uh, respond appropriately. But you'll never have a shot at in the middle of this sort of situation unless you're trained in it all the time. It has to be common for you to act instead of react so that when panic time comes, you remember it's, how to it's act. you. That's who you are. You're at home. That's right. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmy Amber. We're so glad you joined us today. We are here to offer a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. If you'd like to call in for a reading, we're at 1-800-336-2225. We'll be right back. <laughs> 